Andor. Andor is the new Star Wars Disney Plus series. Um, it's focused on the character Cassie Andor, who's played by Diego Luna. Diego Luna as Cassie oh, Andor. Shit, shit. Yeah, the intels have already decided that this is trash. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Diego Luna, who's in this movie, um, I mean, who is in this show, uh, who you saw in at first in the movie Rogue One, um, which I've liked Rogue One. The more I've seen it, I wasn't really that big on it when the movie came out. But the more times I've seen it, I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty good, I think. For some people... Yeah, here... Uh, now, here's my not so hot take rogue one is the best star wars movie uh yeah for a lot of people it is their favorite uh star wars movie out of the disney era usually you can track like if a person likes like rogue one like typically they'll like solo but they'll also hate like last jedi and force awakens and rise of skywalker um but if a person like loves i like all i like all but one of those movies and that's rise of skywalker yeah, I didn't like Rise of Skywalker. Nobody likes that movie. Um, there are some people. I was mad. It fucked Hating up my Rise Christmas. Hating Rise of Skywalker is the great equalizer. Yeah, yeah. Everybody can join in on hating <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Mostly. Reunited by a common enemy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. I did not like Rise of Skywalker either. Um, but yeah, so for, fucked up my Christmas. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I think for me, with the kind of the Disney Star Wars stuff, when it comes to the movies, I think it's they've made five i'm more like the record for me is kind of like three and two um so for me i think uh because i like rogue one i like last jedi i like force awakens but i don't really like yeah, rise five, of... I, I, yeah five movies and but as of now three tv shows one with like three seasons yeah, because uh, you have Mandalorian, you had Book of Boba Fett, and you had Kenobi, who are the three Star Wars shows. Um, now Andor. And now Andor, which is the fourth one. Um, so it is telling the backstory of the Cassian Andor character, um, how he eventually ended up joining the Rebellion, joining the fight against the Empire. Um, and I don't, I mean, I, I'm trying not to be too hyperbolic about it, but I think this is possibly my favorite thing to come from Disney Star Wars mm -hmm. era. Um, I think it is best thing, show or movie, uh, for me right um, now. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we got to, like, really reel it back because possibly of recency bias with how much of a letdown both, for me at least, Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi are, but, and or just off the strength of his first three episodes that are... Uh, that are written and the entire series is being show run by Tony Gilroy, who is the uncredited director of rogue one. So all of the stuff that you liked from rogue one, like all of the like character beats, most of that were done in reshoots by Tony Gilroy. Mm, yeah. And I'm, and I'm trying to like restrain myself in saying that this show fucks. Mm. I, I think it is very good. Um, I like the look of it. Um, I very much appreciate, you know, kind of you have a character who is actually morally gray when they say that the character mm -hmm. is actually that, um, because you have him, you see Cassie Andor when you're introduced yeah. to the character. Yeah. The absolute best part of Rogue One was laying shades of gray to both sides of a war because it, it, talk to anybody who's been in the service. War is fucking messy morally. Mm -hmm. Like. There is there are no good guys, there are no bad guys. There are just the people that win the yeah. and something that Rogue One did exceptionally well was paint shades of gray, especially in having one of our 
our so-called heroes in the movie murder a man in cold blood in front of us. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you see that here as well. And um, the series kind of opens up with you see it's like, Andor. It's like, oh, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't just have Cassie Andor kill that dude. They had him do like the entire execution scene from like the fucking Last of Us games. I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's. It's pretty brutal, man. Like I said, I mean, he shot that guy like, <laughs> like the guy was like he was like Walter White when he shot that Nazi. I mean, it was. It was pretty good. I. I mean, I was like, wow. I mean, they're kind of going all in. Um, but you're kind of introduced I mean, no, to them. I man. mean, but nobody's weeping for a Nazi, I guess, except Nerd Roddick on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of which I like kind of the the new villains in this, which we'll get into of um kind of a new kind of force that Andor is kind of go, going up against. It's not just stormtroopers. It's kind of another. Mm-hmm. agency that he kind of going up against um but yeah um you're introduced to see uh andor um you see him that he's looking for his sister um and he's kind of you know on a mission to find her um he's kind of going through almost like it looks like a red light district almost type of area mm-hmm. where you kind of he is walking past again you know what i mean like this kind of bringing some, more grittiness some, yeah wa- yeah walking past some ladies of the night mm yeah, uh, which I thought was, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought, again, you know, introducing more kind of grittiness, more kind of a little bit of darkness. If you wanted more of an adult type Star Wars type thing, I think this kind of maybe will satisfy that. Like some people liked with Rogue One. Uh, but Rose, you said you felt kind of meh on it. Uh, yeah, what were kind of some of your thoughts on this? Well, I guess it just comes mainly from the fact that I don't like Star Wars. I don't love it. I really, really like it. I'm just not a gigantic Star Wars fan. Um, mm. And so I've gone into every one of the Disney Plus TV shows they've made just expecting nothing. And I've been pleasantly surprised, more often than not. Uh, but Rogue One, I didn't really... I was just kind of neutral on that. I liked parts of it, but not others. So when I heard they were making a TV show about this guy, I was like, oh why <laughs> uh, but i do really like the lead so i was like i'll watch it for him he's he's good mm-hmm. in everything i've ever seen him in um but those first three episodes alone i just kind of i don't need uh like jedis lightsabers to be everywhere in fact that's that's one thing i can praise about it is that there's no none of that i find the jedi stuff to just be insufferably boring at this point mm-hmm. so i am glad that this is more of a regular person story but really kind of slow going in the beginning and I'll, I'll probably watch it all the way through but I just was checking my phone a lot I don't know it just it, it didn't grab me it, it, it seems like it has promise but it didn't grab me mm. Mm. okay and Nick how did you feel about the first three episodes you know in parts I kind of feel the same way that Rose does I feel like this these first three episodes they're a, a pro and a con of them is that they are so different from anything we've seen from Star Wars thus far. Whereas most of Star Wars, we get this like really bombastic, these really epic action driven stuff. This one, it's more of a character driven, like crime procedural, which I think is an element that really works for me in that I, that this world that Lucas created is so vast and so rich, but we've only seen like a very small part of it through his movies, 
through all of the Disney Plus shows. It gets expanded on in Clone Wars, but people don't take animation seriously. Get fucked, nerds. And <laughs> and I watching this, I watching Star Wars, I want to see what the day-to-day life in in the Empire looks like. Like yeah, I see the stormtroopers, I see the Jedi's, I see the rebels, all the fighting, boom. But I want to see what like just the people on the ground look like and what it is like to be in this world, which I think this show excels at more than anything I've seen out of Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty nice. And like I said, it's not lightsabers. You don't see any lightsabers here. You don't see kind of any big callbacks that kind of gets referenced. They, not, they neither say the syllable sky nor walker anywhere in this show thus far thank god uh-huh. thank so, fuck as as much as i love you luke we're on a break <laughs> uh which i think that even with stuff like and tony Giroy said there's going to be no fan service in the show um and even with stuff like mandalorian uh which was you know feloni and favaro um it did have you know some fan service that they did call back to it a lot and moments it had those moments, but it was always in service of the story they were telling. It wasn't just, hey, remember this thing from that other movie you liked? Mm. Yeah, I. so I think that this with Tony Gilroy, what he's doing is more, you know, really, you know, with this character of Andor and also these other cast characters that you see in here, um, really trying to build his own kind of thing in the Star Wars universe, not just simply relying and piggybacking off of other stuff that we already know, which I do like and I do appreciate. Um and I think Dago Luna as Andor, um, like I said, having a character who is very more like who is kind of a scumbag uh, to a degree, um, and willing to yeah, do what's like, necessary. Yeah. yeah, we see that in in Rogue One, he is willing to murder cold blood just for the cause that he's supporting. And in this show, we see, no, nah, he was always like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, willing. I mean, he's a survivor, you know, willing to do what's necessary, um, and that ends up. I mean, him killing a member of the Premore Authority, uh, which is like a security agency that works under the Empire, uh, which is nice to see as well. Um, like not just straight stormtroopers uh, or people from the Empire like that. So far, we've just been seeing these guys um, who have been chasing him for him killing one of their uh, members, um, uh, which I thought that was kind of a nice little add, a little touch that you yeah. didn't and see stormtroopers again yeah that was one of the best parts of the episode especially because like in that murder investigation you have this officer who's played by uh, kyle solar who is really gung-ho really believes in the empire really wants to go after this murderer and he addresses this case to his superior and he just gets dressed down in a way that i felt so satisfying it was like pointing out that yeah, even this picture of, like, law and order that the Empire gives, it's corrupt as shit. It's like, yes, these two men were killed outside of a brothel, which we're not supposed to have, were found in possession of drugs, which we're not supposed to have. They got into a fight with somebody, and they lost. Hmm. Yeah. Um, like, those little details that you have, kind of, like, everyday kind of work-type situations, I thought was a nice kind of added touch there of, like, seeing the day-to-day life of this, of really getting the feel of what it's like to live under the Empire, which I thought they did a little bit in Kenobi as well, I thought, of seeing, like, when he was with the trucker um, that he was with, that was voiced by, uh, who was that, Zach Braff, who was voiced by that. Oh, you mean the fucking, like, MAGA trucker? That, yeah. That had the blue light? That had the uh, white lives, uh, <laughs> yeah, white lives matter sticker on his bumper. 
Yeah, you know, you I mean you had that alien that was kind of in there, which I thought you know introduced you a little bit more to the life of kind of these everyday type of citizens, and this I think does the same thing there, um, and how he kind of you know has kind of lived his life and or of kind of scamming these different people um you know how he owes all this debt to all these other different people i thought was also very interesting um you know i thought that was a great scene as well where he gets kind of confronted by those two guys um and also the more the backstory of his life you see like when he was on his home planet uh canary uh is it's what it's called which has more of like i think maybe ties more into his actual like diego luna his heritage and everything like that of you know more kind of seems like you know uh, mesoamerican uh, american or you know kind of uh, uh amazon type of rainforest type people and everything like that um which i thought was kind of a, a yeah. nice uh, yeah, it was a very nice touch and also get mad racist <laughs> uh so yeah i thought that i thought that was you know, pretty cool that they uh, did that in there uh, very well. Um, with Rose, with um, Diego Luna as Andor, did you, I mean, did you have much of a connection? You said, you know, to me, and they, why were they doing a kind of a show about him? But do you think through these three episodes, did you kind of care more about the character? Or? A little bit. Um, because, again, his performance was so strong, and now you had more of a focus on him than was in the original movie. That was kind of nice because I thought the, the lead of what's name? Felicity. Yeah. Felicity Jones who played Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I thought her character was just very, very dull and not all that interesting. And so she's not in the picture. She's not in his picture yet. Um, yeah. It was, it was a little bit more compelling than I had thought it would be going in. Mm. what i said earlier it's just i'm i'm waiting for it to really get good mm. for me if great. someone else really really loves it that's great i wouldn't take it mm. away from me mm. okay um and spent a lot of time talking about andor um what did you all think about the other cast characters uh that you see in this show um and were you impressed by any of them uh, yeah the I think everybody in this cast is doing really well. A lot of the interactions of the other characters with the uh, <clears throat> with Diego's Luna's uh, casting and or are all really interesting. They all present different dynamics with the character. And also, for all you people that are like crying foul, people fuck an and or. <laughs> I mean, you don't see it, but yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> um i mean hey i mean people talking about entertainment being so sexless um yeah here you i mean you have that you have actual people who are in you know relationships and together um you know you kind of see that so that was kind of really nice and, I, to see. And, and i'm so happy that um this actor uh adria ariona uh who we just saw in morbius this past year i'm so happy she got to be in a john truly good mm yeah um she's in this um um and she does a very good job um as well she plays bix um who's like an ally to uh andor and everything like that uh she's a way better uh i liked her mechanic character better than uh amy sedaris and 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 mando constantly cracking jokes yeah, and everything like that yeah, amy sedaris is best played for jokes whereas this character actually contributes to plot she has an arc outside of her relationship with uh, cassian yeah. You like uh, Amy Sedaris's character, Rose? I do. I, I thought that her inclusion in the Boba Fett show was really unnecessary and yeah, it was mm -hmm. kind of annoying, but 
I like her more often than not when she does show up because it's usually just enough that it's it's hits the sweet spot without getting annoying. Again, do you me. like her? Do you like her? Or you just have Princess Carolyn glasses, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I, I really do like her. I like her character. Like if I was in, if I found myself transported to the world of Star Wars, she would be someone that I would not hate spending time with for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, you also have characters like Fiona Shaw, who's in this, who people know she was in the Harry Potter movies. She was uh, the aunt to Harry Potter's character. What was her character's name in Harry Potter? Um, I, I blank it on the name. Uh, do you remember Rose? Petunia, I think. Petunia, yeah, that's what it was. Um, so you have her. She's the uh, uh, adoptive mother of Andor. She's basically like what, um, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, she was like what you know yandu was to peter quill uh basically she's kind of that set that type of relationship um so i thought that was an interesting dynamic to kind of see the both of them uh kind of go back and forth um what did you think about her performance at all there russ uh uh rose hey sorry oh yeah um for me for a second Oh, yeah. Uh, so what did you think about uh, Fiona Shaw? I did it. Uh, yeah, she was pretty good. I mean, for what that kind of character is, I I, quite frankly am surprised she didn't get, like, killed off. Mm. Right? When they give you a, a reason to care about her. So that that was pretty cool. Uh, we'll see if they keep it that way. Mm. Um, she was probably the most compelling element to me, mainly just because that's so far outside of what that actress normally does. That yeah, she was to me one of the most interesting things about it. Mm, okay, um, and then another character I really like coming in, Stellan Skarsgård. Um, he kind of comes in because um, Cass uh, is trying to sell this item because he's trying to get off world because of the pre uh, Premore authorities trying to chase him for the murder uh, that he committed. Um, I thought Stellan Skarsgård came in with a lot of great presence, um, and especially since, I mean, usually I think mostly in his career, he's kind of played villains, um, and he kind of even has the look of a villain in this, and when he kind of gets revealed to be more of an ally there, I thought that was kind of an interesting kind of thing, and I thought he had a, a lot of great kind of presence coming on, like, coming in the show just getting off the ship and everything like that um and he's the one that kind of is going to recruit Andor eventually to be a part of the uh rebel alliance uh, eventually in the future um so i thought that was a nice kind of added touch there um to have his character here um like i i love also the the look of the show like it looks great i mean i think it's one of the best looking as well star wars shows there have been like especially coming off of kenobi which that looked like pretty much like a small set like i don't know like i don't know why they didn't put as much money into that as probably have here since kenobi is a very signature character um so i was that that kind of uh, i didn't really understand all that to be uh probably for sure but uh yeah um i absolutely love that um i'm looking forward to seeing more of this it could always tank it could always kind of go off the hill um always with kind of one of these type of things but I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I really love these three episodes. Um, I really like Diego Luna. It made me care more about his character um, in Rogue One uh, than before because I know a lot of people's complaint is like, well, I mean, all these people die at the end, so what's the point of really, you know, getting kind of watching the movie if they all die at the end? Uh, but it made me, giving backstory, more, care more. Yeah, I, I mean, to that argument, I always bring up Better Call Saul is, I mean, just because you know where most of these characters end up doesn't mean you can't give a shit about them in the medium you're presented. Mm, yeah. 
Um, so any uh, final thoughts uh, on it at all there, Nick? Final thoughts and rating for it? Oh, yeah. yeah, for me, off the strength of these first two episodes, Andor fucking rules. I, I'm, I'm kind of in that phase of this entire era of Star Wars fandom where I will always have love for the films I saw as a kid. I, as bad as they are now, I always have like nostalgia pleasure from watching the prequels, especially Revenge of the Sith. I will always love the Clone Wars. I will always love Mandalorian, even bits of Rebels and even the Bad Batch and the first two movies in the sequel trilogy. But <clears throat> I've kind of been burnt out by this constant need of of like Easter eggs and letting that drive the stories for these movies. And to get this that is written with a clear vision by a filmmaker like Tony Gilroy, who gave us arguably some of the best Star Wars content with Rogue One and exploring a character that adds new shades to this entire conflict that we've developed what, 60, almost 80 years of mythos to. On top of that, just being one of the best looking shows in the Star Wars universe, not resorting to shooting completely on blue screen, letting these people like work in actual sets to f let this world feel lived in, which as much as I have kind of felt like guilty pleasure towards stuff like Book of Boba Fett or, or Obi-Wan Kenobi, most of those sets just feel hollow. Mm. It feels like the worst parts of the prequels where you're just getting actors acting on, on green screen, acting against nothing. And here it feels lived in. You get more interesting characters than I think have ever been in a Star Wars things. And new shades to the Empire, which I never thought I would which is so fascinating for a film, for a show like this. I give this a strong tune in. I'm excited every week to see this. This is my weekly appointment viewing now. Mm, yeah. And Rose, you just said for, for you, it just meh for you. Wow. Yeah, just kind of meh. I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it. It's just some kind of, all right, I'll keep watching until I get truly bored, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, and. Yeah, and, oh. and another thing I didn't mention, unlike uh, unlike Kenobi or Book of Boba Fett, these first three episodes feel like they are they are structured like their own three acts, like little plot. Because the first three, two episodes are mostly set up, and then the third episode is where we get Cassidy and or joining the Rebellion, which I think is a model that they might have modeled on the boys, where the first three episodes are their own little mini film and then you get to the rest of the season mm, nice so Rose, how would you compare it to the other star wars disney plus shows something like kenobi or book of boba fett or mando um, hmm. Rose? i mean I, I do like that this is yeah focusing more on the, the regular people of star wars but it's just missing some of those elements of it for me that, that keeps my brain from going oh cool star wars stuff mm. uh, and that's why i like the other two more because they had more aliens and space travel and things like that and again there's i'm mm. sure those elements will pop up eventually or even more so in in this one um yeah i guess i, I like the other two because they just felt more star warsy than this one okay um yeah um i'm really digging this uh 
yeah, I'm liking it too, and I'm kind of also in that cap as as Star Wars is whatever the fuck you want it to be. Mm. Like you just want like bombastic spectacle and like a whole bunch of aliens shooting each other, then that's Star Wars. Me, I like living in this world where the Empire is a backdrop and we're not seeing those fucking Skywalkers again. No. Well, Rose, I mean, big cameos coming. Uh, Boo Boo Frick, he's coming. Uh, glo- uh, gloop Gloop Shitto, or whatever his name is. He's... <laughs> Club Shitto. Uh, yeah. My he... favorite. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah. Uh, big cameo, hey. so he's he's coming to, to yeah. Yeah, uh, we Andor. We got the next big Star Wars cameo in the next to final episode. It's uh, Blorco. Yeah. Yay. You know, so you're going to, yeah, you're going to get your aliens in here. Yeah, it's coming. Um, yeah. I saw something I recognized <laughs> and I clapped. I yeah. saw something I recognized. This is now a 10 out of 10 show. <laughs> I cried. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I like it a yeah, lot. I said it. TikTok, give me 10 million <laughs> followers and let me prelude bees. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, thought it was a good show. Like I said, I'm really high on it. Um, I like what Tony Gilroy is doing. Um, I don't know if they're gonna give him the keys to the castle or anything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I like his vision. It feels like his thing, his stamp on Star Wars. Um, like the look of it, like the performances of it. Um, like I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm interested also to know that this is a 12 episode season, which I like. Um, it's not just gonna be a short little six episode, nine episode type thing. It's full 12 episodes. Um, and I think it's already has it already been greenlit for a second season or something. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah. Um, I think so, and, and I think a lot of a lot of the like leeway from Disney is because Tony Gilroy has had a successful film career career before Star Wars. He's directed a couple of the Bourne movies. He's done a whole bunch of TV before. He's directed a lot of feature films. Versus someone like Deborah Chow, who was the showrunner for Kenobi, most of her work was directing episodes of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah, while quality wise are fucking incredible i can see how an executive at disney would say okay let's lean on her a little bit more than tony gill yeah tony gill i mean his style is definitely i mean guy who did the Bourne movies who did michael clayton you know that kind of espionage kind of spice what you want from a character like andor which i think works for a lot of like really huge successful films and television shows like um like um that Tony Gilroy, Michael Clayton, which got a whole bunch of Oscar love that year. A lot of uh, producing House of Cards, producing Nightcrawler. Mm. Yeah. So good work from him. Um, and I really like this show. Um, show so, yeah. Uh, tune in for me. Um, and I like how they dropped the first three episodes, which is nice. It gives you a good sense of the show and what's kind of come from the style of it. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think we talked about this a lot of like what should streaming services do do they just drop the first episode on on the day do they drop the first three do they drop the first two i think it all depends on the type of show that you're getting and the pace of the of the episodes that you're dropping at once because with the boys those are both those are all very fast paced however those first three episodes are mostly set up and those are leading into a bigger plot in the next, like, however many episodes. Mm. Here it was the right move. I'd argue that even something like She-Hulk could have benefited from dropping, like, multiple episodes at once. But sometimes you get something like Moon Knight, where I think it works that you had to wait week to week. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have encouraged Disney to do that more. Drop kind of some of the, you know, some of the first uh, few episodes uh, when you have a, a new series. Uh, I think that would help you really get a sense of the series better. Um, especially yeah. this, especially this series where you had more epi- you have more episodes to work with, so you have a little bit more leeway to drop more one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So strong tune in for me. I liked it. And for me. Yeah. And just a meh from Rose. <laughs> yeah, uh, for now. Yeah, for now. Maybe she I, could turn I around. Our, I think that's our meh is stream it, which you can. Yeah, right on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, that was Andor. Uh, thank you, Rose. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, right on. Anytime. Um, so you want to give your links? Let let people know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, I do reviews for oneofus.net, and I also just finally went ahead and made my own uh, website for my interior design 3D renderings, and that can be found at roseinteriordesign.net. Please give it a look. Um, I got one of us pulled up right now. Uh, they just did a review for See How They Run, which we talked about as well. Um, they also did, uh, Cobra Kai season five, which we did as well. Um, yeah, Rose interior design. So if, Hey, if you, uh, need some help, uh, which I'm probably gonna need some help in a little bit, I'm moving, um, in November. So I'll probably hit you up, Rose, hit you up for some interior designs stuff. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm also moving in, in around November time. So I might hit you up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got some customers, customers coming to you. Yeah. And we, you should get more from our many viewers in the audience. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much, Rose. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace.